Hello and welcome to episode 142 of the Fuel Hotel Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Stuart Butler, joined today with Pete DeMeo. Hey everybody, welcome back. And Melissa Kavanaugh. Howdy ho! Hey Melissa, you weren't on the last episode, but I almost introduced you because I'm so used to you. You've been on, you've been a regular these days. So I, I accidentally introduced Brittany as Melissa. So I, I was there in spirit. That's all. You're always here in spirit. And we then just need to record howdy ho, and then you can just drop that in whenever you need it. This is true. <laughs> or, or we could just grab that from South Park as a sample. You could do that. Yeah. <laughs> and and Phil Frisca. Hey, everybody. Is the energy up today, Phil? Yep, it's up. Okay. Phil is coming at us live from his closet today, so we're excited about that, just to try to improve <laughs> the sound quality. Surrounded by clothing. It's great. And then we also have a special guest today. So we've been we've been teasing this for a couple of episodes, but our friends over at Milestone uh, wrote a really good article. Uh, Tammy Carlisle is joining us live via Skype. Hey, Tammy, how are you? I'm well. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for being on the show. We, you know, we've we've known each other for a little while doing the circuits of the conferences and stuff, but we've uh, never had anyone from Milestone on on the show before. But these are crazy times, and they they call for crazy measures. And so we figured you guys know a thing or two about a thing or two. So we're happy to have you on the show to talk about this blog that you wrote. Well, thank you. I uh, I appreciate you having us here. Yeah, for sure. So those of you that don't know Milestone, there, you, you're headquartered out in California, right? Uh, correct. We're in Santa Clara is our headquarters. Okay. And they've been around a long time doing digital marketing. They have some software. It's very similar to Fuel in a lot of ways, although we don't have any overlap on the software side. You know, We offer a lot of the similar services related to marketing, but then you guys have a, a CMS product for websites. You have some... Uh, a lot of really cool SEO tools as well. I know the owners of the company, um, Banu specifically, is is considered by many to be one of the brilliant minds in the industry when it comes to SEO. So you have a lot of tools around that stuff, right? That is absolutely correct, yes. And uh, I always say that it's the amazing team at Milestone that makes me sound smart, but they're the ones that do the real work and uh, <laughs> uh, make us uh, sing So as a company. That sounds really familiar. The, the guys here at Fuel, the Fueligans, tell me that they're the ones that make me sound smart. So <laughs> apparently that, that's not just exclusive to Milestone. But you also have uh, a British accent working for you. This is true. Yeah, Tammy, oh, yeah. we're going to have to ask you to put the British accent on for the rest of the episode, if that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe we should have rehearsed that beforehand. I don't know. I, we probably should have practiced that. I, I'm I'm not great at accents. Maybe I could get my daughter in here. She's much better at that than I am. <laughs> okay. Well, if you listen back to the archives of the show, we once did one where it was uh, how if, if call center if your call center staff behaved like your website, and Pete did a phenomenal fancy pants British accent. It was really good to listen to. <laughs> I thought it, I thought it was better than yours. <laughs> it was definitely better than mine. Uh, I was having a conversation with someone from England the other day, and they asked me where I was from. They thought I was Australian as well, so I get that. It's a, it's okay. It's, that's what happens when you live in in South Carolina for 20 years. So <laughs> so today's episode, what we're going to be talking about, uh, Tammy wrote this amazing blog article. We'll link to this in the show notes as well. But it's, now is the time was the theme. And, and she wrote down a lot of things, now is the time to do 
and we'll go through each of those. Now, one of them we've kind of already touched on on the show, but if you want to see it, she talked about now's the time to develop strategies around the stuff going on. Uh, so that we'll we'll leave that as a kind of a tease. So if you want to learn about that part, then go to the the blog article on the milestone site, which we'll link to from the show notes, which is fueltravel.com slash podcast and click on episode 142. But we'll go through the rest of these and we're going to give some specific examples as well. But before we jump into the article, I do want to say this is this is not only is this a world first because milestone is on on the episode, but this is also going to be this is inception level blow your mind madness that we're about to try here. Are you guys ready for this? Are you, are you sitting down? We're going to try a hybrid between newsaroos and listener feedback. So usually at the end of the show, we do listener feedback. And then early in the show, we do newsaroos with a jingle. But right now, we're going to combine the two. So that that is the craziest thing I have ever heard. But that is until now, because I'm hoping that Pete is going to come up with an amazing new jingle for it. So All Pete, right. take it away. With hotel marketing that cannot lose, now it's time for Newsaroos, powered by listener feedback. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I don't know. I was just doing it that way. A little different. It, it, hey, it wasn't the most uh, creative, but it was certainly very accurate. Well, see, so here's what I was thinking. Everybody would be expecting something different, and I kind of bring yeah. it through to the end and then just put a little snipe at the end of it, so... Yeah, I thought you were gonna just do switch out newsaroos with the listener feedback at the end. That was my anticipation. But you see, you would think that. Me. That's exactly why I didn't do it. <clears throat> Good job, Pete. Anyway, well, let, let's jump so do, right in. So Wait. let's let's read the listener feedback and then we'll kind of talk about how that applies to newsaroos. Yeah. So this one comes to us from Emily from Sparrow Hotels, and it says, "Hi all, been loving the super tactical podcast episodes lately." Quick question. I've been reading a few in a few places that updating your GMB listing to be temporarily closed or just closed aren't sh- or just closed aren't showing on the map and rankings could be potentially su- could potentially suffer. Do you guys have any insights on this? I was considering just doing a post or potentially just putting in special hours, which seems to be super tedious. Instead, I don't want to hurt our listings when it comes back when we are back up and running. Our hotels are still open, but this is for all of our restaurants and spa, which are currently closed. Yeah. So thank you, Emily, for that. And, and we've been back and forth on email. And in a subsequent message she sent to me, she's actually said we are her favorite podcast. Out of all the millions of podcasts out there, we are her number one favorite. So thank you for being a listener, Emily. And so we put Phil hot on the task of trying to research that question. So, Phil, you want to chat a little bit about what you found and then give us what that, that newsaroo was? Yeah, sure thing. Um, well, Emily, what you heard was, right? Um, so when you went to go change your business to temporarily closed, uh, Google prompted you and said, closed businesses will appear on Google with reduced visibility, which basically scared everybody into thinking that um, they would be, they would fall off the map in terms of rankings or uh, showing on the map or anything like that. Um a lot of businesses have been changing to temporarily closed, so Google fixed that. Um, they've come out. Danny Sullivan himself came out said that you know this will not affect your rankings. Actually, you know as of March 30th, so just a couple of days ago, um, they updated their guidance regarding temporary closures uh, uh, of businesses affected by COVID-19. Um, so, well, it, a few days ago, it was something you should have been worried about. 
uh, it is no longer something you should be worried about. So go ahead. And if your restaurants and spa are temporarily closed um, and, and you want to mark those as closed, um, it will not affect your rankings. Awesome. And we'll, we'll link to that. We'll, we'll link to a couple of articles as well. Tammy, you'd mentioned that you'd seen an article uh, about this subject as well and given some good guidance. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Greg Sterling did an article on Search Engine Land. Uh, he had done a live with Search Engine Land talk with some leading SEOs, but then had a follow-up with a GMB product expert talking through uh, same exact thing that uh, it used to impact you. Uh, right now, it won't impact you. And I think uh, Google's just trying to make some changes to keep up with you know, what's going on and what's changing day by day by day uh, as we go through the next few months. You know, as hotels, we really wish we weren't so limited on uh, Google My Business here. We can't, we don't have access to posts um, and be able to explain what's actually going on with the property. Um, but for your for your restaurants and, and your uh, spa type of services, uh, that is available to you. So if you want to add more explanation there, you can. But for a hotel, uh, we're, we're, we're limited in terms of, you know, just marking as temporarily closed and that's it. Yeah. So, Emily, hopefully that helped. If you have any follow-up questions to that, just shoot us an email. And if anyone else listening has, we usually leave listener feedback to the end and kind of address those questions. So I'm sure a lot of people stop listening by that point because they're tired of us jibber-jabbering and wittering on. So if you do have any kind of questions that you'd like us to tackle on the show, just shoot an email, info at fueltravel.com, and we'll try our best to answer that on the show. So... Good job, team. Thanks for looking into that, guys. And that is, that may be the first and last time we ever combine news ruse and listener feedback. But hey, me for one, I'm glad we did it. That was fun. <laughs> so let's jump into Tammy's article. So, Tammy, you want to talk a little bit about what inspired you to, to write this article? The, this, now this is the time, or sorry, now is the time? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, it was really kind of funny. I, lead the hospitality team at Milestone. And so what I've been doing with our with our sales group is having a morning touch point call every day. Positivity only. No, you know, just kind of a what's going on with the world. I uh, joked with them, I am the only one that is typically office-based. And so uh, I'm in the Bay Area, which was one of the first counties in the country to go on lockdown. So it's been over two weeks now. And I basically told them that I'm not used to this and I just need to have some human contact daily. So that's how it started. And <laughs> one of the things I was chatting with the team about is, you know, hey, while we have this time, let's focus on our foundation, right? I started talking through a few different things. And earlier, we'd been having conversations around what kind of hashtags could we come up with? Or how can we help our marketing team? And what could we do? And one of my colleagues, uh, her name is Laura out of Mexico said, Oh, that should be our hashtag now. You know, Because I was like, now is the time. And I said it a couple of times. And so that's just how it started. And we just all sat on a call for about 15 minutes and they threw out some ideas and I took some notes and I said, great, I'm going to do a LinkedIn post. And well, I was too wordy for a LinkedIn post. So we created an article and um, shared it out and it, it's gotten some pretty good feedback, but really just trying to think through, you know, we're, there's a lot of talk about what should hotels be doing and what we can definitely talk through. And some of the things on there are very much more so in line with the business side of things. But I think there's also some things personally is what should we be doing now to um, gear ourselves up for 
the next month or two. And then what we're going to do is we come out of recovery and into growth to make sure that we're all ahead on the other side of this. Cause we know there's going to be an end to, to what's going on. And, you know, someday we will be allowed out of our houses again and uh, <laughs> get, get to travel and all, you know, all that good stuff. So that's kind of where it came from. Yeah, that's great. And what, what I really liked about it is that you did kind of blend the two sides. It was, it was practical business advice, but it was also, you know, the, the personal side too. Like what do you need to do for your own health right now? So let's jump right in. Let's go through this list and we can chat about each one. But we'll start out with number which is now is the time to get your foundation in order. So, so tell me about that, Tammy. Yeah, absolutely. So this is actually what prompted the hashtag in the article was I was talking to my team about we're always running around and so busy that there's a lot of things you have a laundry list, right? Like, oh, I want to update our CRM and and clean up our data. Oh, I want to do about 5 million different things, make the proposal process easier, figure out how to do audits quicker, how, you know, all of those things that uh, we all wish we had more time to, to improve on. And I said, well, we've got a little bit of time right now. Let's, let's do that. Let's work on our foundations, you know, both personally and professionally. Uh, So it really is thinking about what are those systems? What are the processes or what are the lack of processes you have that are creating bottlenecks or friction? And how can you spend some time now thinking through and thinking through how to improve those? Um, I had read a book about six months ago uh, called Atomic Habits by James Cleary. And it's really, I'll, I'll just really summarize the, the key point is that it's all about making small incremental improvements. So it's kind of the same thing in reverse. So you know, we want to flatten the curve. So we want to do little things to, you know, social distancing and the like. But think about it the same way is if you can make a 2% improvement to your eating habits today and continue that over time, incrementally, that's going to lead you to most likely lose weight and be healthier. If you can incrementally, uh, you know, if you're trying to build muscle, right, incrementally go to higher and higher weights at a very small percentage over time, that's going to lead to big results. And so was really just talking with the team about what kinds of things can we do to improve our, our own internal systems, but again, both professionally and personally. So um, that's where it came from. Yeah, that's great. We're doing a lot of that here at Fuel. You know, we, we're we're fortunate so far in that we, we've maintained full stuff, so no one no one's been a casualty like yeah. And I, I know a lot of companies aren't as fortunate as that. We just we're lucky in in our current financial position to be able to do that. But what we're doing is you know not only helping our clients, but we're also spending a lot of time trying to figure out how do how do we do that better moving forward. So when we do get back to normal and our clients start ramping back up. How, could, how can we do a better job for them? How can we do things faster, more accurately, uh, more effectively, things like that? Uh, but for the hotels out there, one of the things we've t- we're big proponents on here at Fuel is running audits on a regular basis. And now is the perfect time to go through and just do some checks and balances to make sure that your foundation is in order, to make sure the things that you assume are working correctly are working correctly so you'd put a couple of notes here like one is your crm like checking the segmentations are right set set checking that the the triggers that you think are supposed to be going out well should probably be paused right now but were they working and, and were they effective 
uh, we did an episode of the podcast a few episodes ago now. It was episode 103 where we did six hotel website audits that will save you um, from losing money. So go back and listen to that or look at the show notes to episode 103 because there's a lot of things you could be doing on your website right now, which is obviously the core of your foundation that if you can make those incremental improvements, 2% improvement on conversion rate, and then 2% on that, and then 2% on that, coming out of this, you're going to be in a lot lot better shape. So yeah, spending time on that foundation, I think is critical right now. It's a really good one. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And I would say, you know, if, if you have folks that are listening that aren't technical, there's a lot of free tools out there. Definitely um, listen to their podcast episode. They had a lot of great ideas. But even just Googling your hotel name and seeing what comes up, that's usually where I tell people, start there. See what people see when they Google you by name. And are you showing up? Is your information accurate when you look over at the Google My Business listing on the side? Maybe it says temporary closed right now. Maybe it doesn't. But what are the things that are showing up and are they accurate? And if they're not, trying to fix it. Yeah, it's, it's just a good opportunity to look at everything with a fresh lens and, and spend time looking at things from the perspective of the consumer. And that's not just the digital presence. It's also the experience itself, like looking at what are they receiving in their welcome packets? You know, what is, what is the messaging that's showing on property and in room? Really just taking the time to, to look at that with fresh eyes and, again, from the perspective of the consumer. Alrighty, so let's jump into number two. So this is now is the time to stay positive. So you want to talk about that one? <laughs> very yes, very much so. Um, obviously, there's a lot going on our our industry. I, I'm not going to use words like decimated and some of the things I'm saying, but it's a tough time right now, and it's very easy. Um, I've told more than one person that I'd like to just go crawl in under my covers and wake up in June. But, uh, you know, obviously you really can't do that. And so you just have to focus on knowing that most of us have been through downturns before. Um, I was laid off. I was working in a hotel two weeks post 9-11 in a state that we had just moved to six months prior where I knew no one had no history, had no, you know, so I get it. It's really it's tough. And so what we've really been focusing on is how to stay positive, how to how to see the good things, both personally and professionally. So one of the things that I do is my team, we have a daily it's it's well, we block 15 minutes. It's typically been running 20 to 30, but uh, it's a daily positive briefing stand up. Just how are things going? What are you seeing? What are you hearing? And uh, the, the only caveat is it has to be good stuff. It's we're not talking negative news. We're talking about positive news, like the fact that. Wuhan's about to release their travel restrictions, and it looks like China's going to open up around, I think, April 8th was the last date I saw. Great. Well, what does that mean for us? Well, we're probably about a month or two behind. Okay, hopefully, you know, yes, we know April's going to be rough, but hopefully May or June will start to come out of that. Um, I've also done some things. I have a, a small core group where uh, three other friends that we have a weekly virtual happy hour, and it's just sitting on Zoom. So I get to see their faces, get to uh, connect, and the four of us just talk for an hour. And we all four were colleagues once upon a time, and we've kind of all gone into different things. But um, it's nice just to catch up and to connect and to have that to look forward to. And the funny thing is we've been trying to get together for lunch for three months, and our schedules never aligned. But now 
I'm not traveling, they don't have this meeting or that. And so it's been much easier. And we've actually been able to, I think, connect uh, even more so than we were otherwise. A um, couple other things that we're doing, well, one other, I guess, would be virtual coffee dates. And I'm seeing some associations are doing that too. Uh, like I know uh, the HSMAI Arizona chapter, I think, has a, a virtual coffee date meeting where anyone can join. I know Lauren with the hospitality uh, digital show has been doing daily, just kind of anybody that wants to join can connect in. Uh, we've been doing actually just before joining you guys for the podcast, I had a virtual coffee date with a uh, former client who had moved on to a different position and uh, just catching up on how he's doing, what's going on in, in his world. He manages um, resorts outside the U.S. And so just kind of talking through that. So it's just really trying to stay positive, stay connected and uh, think through, you know, like I said, what I'm grateful for, both personally and professionally, and uh, what am I going to do to be positive and, and help the industry move uh, move forward and continue to grow and come out of this. Yeah, I was, I was actually on both of those earlier today, the, both Lauren's show, or Lauren's drop-in and the Arizona HSMEI, and it, it's really neat because not only are you getting to meet folks and, and re- reconnect with folks that you've known in the past and meet new people, but you're also it's an opportunity to collaborate and share ideas. Every time I talk to people that I'm not necessarily talking to on a daily basis and and listening to the things they're doing, it inspires something for me to take and and take to my clients or take to our business and and do as well. So, but I think you, you set in that rule about being positive in, in your internal meetings is something we've done here. I had a, there was a lot of early on, there was a lot of those speculative charts that were being shared from every person that all of a sudden was an expert on COVID-19 and so here's the curve here's the new curve here's when we'll hit the peak and you know all this fear-mongering that was going on so we finally had to say yeah let's not share that content anymore because it's not helping us no one really knows yes let's try to focus on the positive stuff and that that's I think that's helped us a lot internally just trying to focus on what we can control versus what we can't control yeah I mean it really you know, two things I'd add to that is one, being positive becomes so important because I know really last week after countless, you know, client calls and budget revisions and just seeing all the the negativity, it really wears on you. And you know, obviously we're all working from home, but I'd walk downstairs and I would I would feel more worn out than coming home from a hard day at work just because of all the negativity that I was getting. And Doing you know positive things, focusing on the positive, made such a huge huge difference. Everything from happy hours and whatnot. Uh, the other thing is, I think even after this, I think you know to your point, having those virtual happy hours and virtual coffee dates, all that kind of stuff, I see that continuing after this emergency has passed because it really is a great way to connect to those out of market clients or you know, agencies or whomever you're talking to that you don't see. We, we kind of fall into that trap of just doing you know, a phone call, but having the video side is just so much more impactful and engaging to, to get to know the people that you're working with. Yeah, 100% agree. One of the other things we've started doing here at Fuel, which is, it's been really good for my sanity, is at 4.30 on Friday afternoons, we do a company-wide virtual happy hour and we'll do some kind of fun game, getting to know each other. So the first first week we did it, uh, everyone had answered 
a bunch of questions it was this or that so you basically said do you prefer coke or pepsi or coffee or tea so we just got to see how you know what our colleagues liked and then if one person preferred something and everyone else preferred the other we could kind of dig into that and, and poke fun at them so that was really cool and then last week we did one where uh, it was tell us a secret that no one in the company knows about you so we were just sharing all these like and we had to guess who it was so that was fun as well so just doing stuff that's getting us closer as a team that we wouldn't have had the opportunity to do if we were just going about the normal day-to-day but also it's a break from the craziness of the world right now and uh, that's the only rule we have during happy hour we're not allowed to talk about coronavirus or anything any of the negativity that's coming from it or the the, the compromises we have to make so that's been really positive and I, I will say this the one the best advice I've had during this whole crisis came from Tim Peter who was on the show a few episodes ago and um, he, he caught me at one of those points when I was just frazzled I'd, I'd been off on the phone with a bunch of clients that had, had been struggling financially and had to let people go and just just the world seemed like it was caving in pretty rapidly and he said man you just have to shut shut it off for a couple of hours just go for a walk go for a run do something uh, but turn off the news for a couple of hours and that's what we have to do sometimes for our own sanity because we're all locked up we're all stressed we're all dealing with new things that we haven't had to before sometimes you just need to let it go and go do something else so alrighty it kind of leads us into the to the next one so number three now is the time to be good to yourself yeah so this actually came one of those friends that I uh, have happy hour with had texted me we were you know going back and forth one evening about what's going on and she said, what are you doing for self-care? And I stopped for a second and I thought about it. And this was the, the first week when everything was crazy. And I said, does eating count? So, yeah, so I, I really started thinking about I hadn't been doing much for myself. Uh, it had been so crazy busy and so tied up. And, you know, when you're working from home, uh, as a lot of people that have done it for years will tell you, it's very easy to blur the lines, right, between you're, you're working in an office, you're at home anyway, it's, it's just easy to keep going, keep going, keep working. And so I started really thinking about what I needed to do to make sure I was taking care of myself. And so um, exercise, uh, you can't go to the gym, you can't do a lot of those things, but I can get up and walk around the block. So I'm doing that every morning, I get up and I, you know, I do about a half an hour in the morning. And I have a standing five o'clock call. And when that's done, I get up and do a, another 30 minutes or so in the evening. And some days that's my husband and my daughter. And some days it's my husband and some days it's just me, but getting outside and getting a break, a breather and getting my body moving. Cause I am finding that, uh, even my watch stand goals that first week, I was not hitting my stand goals because I was just sitting on a desk and in a corner and on a phone all day. It was crazy. Crazy. I always hit my stand goal, even when I'm traveling. Uh, so it's kind of funny, you know. Uh, the other thing is, you know, thinking about things like I, I'm not a, a big meditator. I don't spend, you know, even five minutes most days. But just taking a minute to breathe is really helpful for me. And so things like the, you know, the Headspace or Calm app or the Monterey Bay Aquarium has started publishing on YouTube. They have all of these. They're calling them meditation meditation, I think, but meditation like with ocean. So they have 
I've seen the jellyfish or an octopus or the other day was the, a guided meditation with a sunset over Monterey Bay and the ocean really, I love the ocean. It calms me quite a bit. And so just watching that, I think helps kind of bring, you know, that, that stress level down and just really helps kind of even keel or, or reset. Yeah. A lot of our clients have been the ones that are on the ocean have been publishing daily videos of the ocean just the sound or or sunrise or sunsets and the amount of response we're getting from those on social media is phenomenal just people saying i really needed that today thank you so much so just taking a break and taking a breath like you said and, and getting some mental relaxation in from all the information that's being bombarded onto us right now so I use personally, I use the Calm app. I do daily meditation and that really helps me. But I realized the first couple of weeks we got into this mess, I wasn't doing it on a daily basis and, and I, I could feel my stress levels going up and up and up. And so when I got back into the daily routine, that's really grounded me, just reminding me to breathe, be mindful of every everything that I'm doing. So that that's a really good one. And I'll chime in on this first in terms of just work area. For me, I'm fortunate enough to have a dedicated office space in my house. So when I go to work in the morning, I go to work. And then when I'm done, I leave work. So I'm leaving this physical space and I'm now back in my personal space. And I think having a physical difference between work and home has been a huge thing for me. I know not everybody has that room in their house, but even if it's even if you need to take over the dining room table and call that your office, and then when you leave that space, you're not working anymore, I think that that's such a huge help. And then from an exercise standpoint, there is no better time than to – everything is free now. Everybody's giving away free stuff. Uh, Peloton is giving away like 90 days on their app, and it, you don't need a Peloton bike. They have a bunch of other exercises there. Orange Theory, I heard, is giving away – uh, virtual classes. There's just go, go, just go Google things. There's so many things that you could try at this point for exercise and again for meditation and all kinds of sort of little mini escapes during the day. Yeah, for sure. I think the mental and physical health is so important. All right, let's jump forward to number four, 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 four. So now is the time to stay educated. Yeah. So again, we, we get so busy. We're constantly going, you know, I'm really lucky that our team does a lot of internal education, uh, but there's always more opportunities out there. And so what I tasked my team with doing was thinking about where, where you think your weaknesses are and what's a class or what's something you've always wanted to learn and work on it. And especially a lot of people have a lot more time than they've ever had right now. Um, and to Melissa's point, everything, there's so much free content out there, not just, uh, you know, YouTube videos and the like. I mean, look at the Fuel podcast. You've got 100 plus episodes to go back and listen to, right? There's a lot of, you know, content out there. You've got Lauren's This Week in Hospitality Marketing Conference, uh, Moz Academy is giving away, they're doing free trainings until, uh, I think it's May 31st. Uh, you know, so I, I'm, again, I'm thinking through our, the listeners of the podcast, you know, the marketing and, and sales side, but, uh, HSMAI has opened up a ton of their content. It's not gated just to members. And in fact, 
Stuart and I are doing a, a um, webinar next week for for the association. And then there's other things. Uh, you know, if you've heard of Dave Ramsey, uh, his Financial Peace University, he's got a 14 day free trial right now. Uh, I'm you know on the sales side, there's a sales gravy is just one example, but there's tons of sales trainers and that out there that have classes and they have stuff starting as low as like five bucks. And so uh, Khan Academy, well, there's I'm really interested. There's a class from Disney and a class from Pixar on like animation art. I thought that would be so cool. And I have not registered as of yet, but it is on my list, right? So there's a ton of things out there. And I think it's really important to not only keep positive and, and keep moving and taking care of yourself, but use this time to to really grow. Uh, if you know you were unfortunately one of those that have that have been furloughed or, or challenged, this is a great way to keep your skill set up and learn new things that will make you even more valuable as we come out of, of uh, you know come out of this and go into recovery mode. So I would highly recommend think about what you want to do and it doesn't have to be work related. Uh, I have a game plan in the next few weeks to watch a couple sewing videos and uh, I've got a sewing machine that's been sitting dormant for a year because I haven't had time and I'm like, darn it, if I'm not going to sew my sew a few things and uh, see if I can learn to be better at it. <laughs> so... I was actually doing this for myself too. Um, you know, just some fun stuff. Uh, things that I wanted to learn how to do, um, both professionally and just, you know, personally, um, you know, silly golf training videos for one, but also there's, there's other things that we can do professionally. Like now's a good time to, you know, cross train yourself. Um, if you can talk to the people you work with, you know, get a better idea of what, what they do on a daily basis. Can they train you to, you know, help with, you know, part of their job or can I help my teammates, you know, with, with what I do every day, that type of stuff, uh, that can be invaluable. Yeah. Especially right now, cause there's a lot of folks in, in one or two situations, either they found themselves being put in responsible for something they have no idea how to do because the person was just furloughed. So there's a lot of free resources out there to go figure that out. But also for the folks that are in that position where they, they find themselves laid off temporarily or otherwise, rather than sitting there and resting on your laurels, you should be spending as much time as you can trying to improve yourself. This is going to be a competitive job market for the foreseeable future. So anything you can do to put yourself in a position where you're a stronger candidate in the, in the future is going to be great. I guarantee you one of the first questions you're going to get asked if you're going for job interviews in the net in the near future is what did you do during COVID-19 when you were stuck at home what was it you were you were doing with your time and the p- folks that sat there and watched the Tiger King on Netflix are not going to be the kind of folks that people are going to want to employ they're going to want to employ the people that rolled up their sleeves and went and educated themselves because there's so many free resources out there right now and we'll link to a bunch of the ones you mentioned Tammy in the show notes because I think there were some really good ones and people and a lot of the universities even are putting out free coursework as well Uh, so just do some searches find something you're interested in maybe there's something you've always wanted to do go go do it now's the time all right so let's jump into number five 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 five, five, five. five. all right now is the time to get creative so We were, uh, again, internally talking a lot about what can we do to be creative? How can we help 
help our hotels, how, you know, then believe it or not, like there's still people out there buying, whether it's hotel rooms, whether it's, uh, you know, wanting help with marketing, like it still exists. So how do we get creative? What can we do to, to make sure that our businesses continue to thrive? And some interesting things I've seen, uh, you guys probably saw the article, I think it was two days ago now, but uh, specifically about New York City, but I'm seeing it in other areas too, where hotels are being used or being contracted by the city or by other groups to, to host, whether it's the healthcare workers or people who you know are under quarantine who may have the virus, may not, but they need a place to stay for 14 days away from families. And so I know a lot of hotels are, are trying to uh, get creative and capitalize on, on that business. I was talking to someone in a market today where uh, there's a, a facility that's being turned into a, a hospital center for uh, you know, for non-serious patients. In fact, here in Santa Clara, the convention center has been turned into a 250-bed, uh, you know, quote-unquote hospital unit for non-serious uh, patients. And, you know, are there opportunities along those lines? Some other interesting things I saw on the news uh, last week about a restaurant here in the Bay Area, I think in the East Bay, that created a GoFundMe page and what they're doing is they're actually using the money to feed medical professionals. They're right near a hospital. They've basically uh, said for every $100 we raise, we can feed 10 medical professionals. And they're, they're using that money to employ their staff. So they're keeping their staff employed. They're not making a ton of extra money on this, but they're paying their staff a wage. They're ordering food. They're prepping it. And they're delivering it to the hospital so that these Healthcare providers who who are real heroes actually have time to you know they can grab food and they have a chance to eat, and I think I had um, I'm not sure what they're up to now, but a couple of days ago, like they had already raised like twenty eight thousand dollars, so they're going to be able to sustain for for a while. Uh, I know Stuart, I'll let you talk a little bit more um, about a couple of things I think you guys have uh, been doing or working with clients on that have been creative, but then one other very non hospitality industry, but just to kind of think about from a creative standpoint, uh, I'm a NASCAR fan, even though I'm in California and that's, you know, I'm a NASCAR fan. And so when, uh, I, mean, I figured well, racing, they're all in individual cars that won't get canceled. And of course it did <laughs> yet. Uh, what they did is iRacing has partnered with Fox and NASCAR to create these. They're actually showing, you know, for all intents and purposes, video game racing online. And so for the last two weeks, uh, they were just at Texas Motor Speedway, the virtual version last week. But Fox actually did a broadcast of these, you know, combination of professional cup drivers, a couple of retired drivers, uh, including my favorite, but, and some other folks racing. And our daughter came out and looked at the TV and was like, where are they? And we're like, that's, that's a video game. You know, that's online. And it looks so real. It's, I, I told my husband, I'm sh I can't believe I'm sitting here watching a video game. Uh, not, <laughs> nothing against video games. I've played them in, you know, in previous lives, but it looks so real. And from a fan perspective, it at least, it, it kind of gives them, I'm like, okay, this is what we would normally be doing on a Sunday. So it's bringing some semblance of normal uh, to our weekends, which has been kind of fun. But that's another way to you know think, can you get creative really outside the box of your traditional hotel channels and mindset to help bring some money in and keep your business thriving? 
I watched marble racing on ESPN, if that makes you feel any better. <laughs> that was on the Ocho? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who's got way too much time on their hands, but I got sucked in. <laughs> That's funny. Some of the soccer uh, players are doing FIFA tournaments right now, too, which is pretty entertaining to watch. Uh, there's there's other ways to get creative too. I, I know talking to Lauren Gray earlier today on his lunchtime drop-in, he was talking about a property that he's got up in Canada that's actually doing really well during this crisis because they're spending a lot of time just thinking through, okay, who because so many hotels around them are closed, who is still in need of accommodations, and they're going after every one of them. So he said, you know, they're near a, near a major airport, so the airline staff. They, they need somewhere to stay, so let's target them. The medical workers that are there, they need somewhere to stay. The folks that need to quarantine themselves from their families, they need somewhere to stay. And someone was telling me the other day that they had someone checking into their hotel and they asked him, what brings you to, to our property? And he said, and I don't know how you would target this particular demographic, but he said his wife was driving him crazy and he just needed to get out of the house. So, <laughs> you know, to save marriages, there might be an opportunity there to target the, the disgruntled spouses. I don't know. But, you know, there are there are certain people that need, need housing right now. And then... Even if it's not an overnight stay, a lot of people are being creative and offering day rates for people that just want to work from a hotel room. Because like Melissa said earlier, some, some folks might not have somewhere in their house that's that's a designated office space. So going to a hotel room with fast Wi-Fi and access to coffee and things like that it could be a good opportunity for for some people. So just think, think it through. Anyone that does come to your property, if you are fortunate enough to still be open, you know, have a conversation with them and understand what it, what it is that drew them to you and why they're staying and see if that's an opportunity to target more people but yeah it's it's definitely not the wide net anymore it's you got to get really precise with your targeting but there are people still needing needing hotel rooms Alrighty, so is this the last one this is it all right so last but certainly not least number six 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 now is the time to come together and now the beatles song is in my head have you guys seen the picture, the Abbey Road cover, where they separate all the Beatles? <laughs> That's awesome. It, 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 it's awesome. They have everybody separated on the street, like, farther back. That's so funny. They're far enough away from each other. I'll have to show my That's kids. Cool. They're super into yeah. the, the Beatles right now. That, that's that been one of the positives of this whole thing is my kids being at home, we just had a lot more just impromptu conversations and one of the things we've done is sharing information like sharing songs we like and things like that so i've introduced them to a bunch of bands that i used to like when i was young and it's been cool listening to them playing them in their bedrooms while they're doing their homework and stuff yeah i definitely agree sir i think now you know being you're on the road a lot too as am i and this um this together time has been great, right? For the most part, I, I would be lying if I said there weren't there weren't those days where I was like, hmm, could I get a day rate at a hotel? Uh, but you know, for the most part, it's been fantastic, and just getting that that connection and that bit of time, that walk around the block where we're just talking through, um, and and for us, it's things like like. I still have a trip planned to Europe for the summer that I'm crossing my fingers and my toes that we'll be able to take, you know, it's trying to stay positive and connect, but it's, you know, reaching out to, I've been reaching out to a lot of my connections, just, you know, how are you doing? Hey, if you want to 
if you want to have some time, we can let's get on a uh, call. Happy to uh, just chat, just vent, just brainstorm ideas. And I think, you know, it's interesting. I think what's happening as a society, I mean, there's always been a level of connection, but this is really teaching us to get connected in a whole new way. Uh, I've got a friend with a daughter who's getting her music lessons virtually now because they can't, the, the teacher can't come to the house, right? Um, I've got, you know, I've, I've seen friends that have, you know, mine's a teenager, so she knows all the technology stuff. But, you know, these seven and eight-year-olds FaceTiming each other to kind of connect with their friends. And I, I think, too, thinking about how you can help. You know, one of the things, again, uh, very Bay Area-centric, but I'm sure it's going on all over the country, is that volunteerism is down quite a bit because we're being told to stay home, number one. But so, you know, so can you help? Is there an opportunity to volunteer that's safe for you to do so? Uh, my husband and I have been looking into in the next few weeks, setting up, you know, an appointment with the Red Cross and giving blood, because at least out here in the Bay Area, the, you know, blood supply is critically low. And that's something we can do that's relatively low risk that will help. And, and, you know, realistically, I think the biggest thing that we can all do to help uh, is to stay home in the short term so that we can get through this as quick as possible and go back to traveling and go back to doing all the things we love. Yeah. And we've talked about this on the last couple of episodes too, is just reaching out to people that maybe don't feel connected right now. That there's certainly the the older folks in in our society maybe not as technically savvy. Uh, those are the people that probably need you more than ever right now to just pick up the phone and call them, or if they do have a smartphone, doing some FaceTime. We we have spent a lot of time. I've probably spoke spoken with my parents more in the last few weeks than, than I did in the months leading up to this. We, we have a uh, an Amazon Echo um, show in our kitchen and then I bought one for them when I went back to England last year in their living room. So we just drop in on each other throughout the week several times just to say, hey, what's going on? And it just it just gives a little bit of comfort to, you know, know that your, your loved ones are okay and that they're checking on you and they feel better about that. So just reaching out, communicating with people, and and then, like you said, looking for opportunities to help those less fortunate than you in, in the area or those that are struggling. I know here in, in the Myrtle Beach area, there's been a lot of people, especially on the restaurant side, who usually rely heavily on tourists this time of year to drive their revenue, and then obviously the locals aren't, aren't out and about and eating lunches and things like that, so they're, they're really in, in a financial pinch. So figuring out the ones that you know you you have a relationship with or even the ones that you don't that that need help right now and trying to organize your friends and spread the word and say hey let's all order out at this restaurant tonight and make sure that they're doing okay or when you do order out make sure if you're in a financial position to do so you're being generous with the tips and things like that so a lot of opportunities to help people not all of them financial some of it's just paying attention and, and actually taking the time to to think about who you can help right now cool well tammy this is a great episode it's a good reminder i think there's a lot of fundamentals in here that it, it's clear and that i think you and milestone share a lot of values with us here at fuel which is why you know when i when i first brought up the concept to a couple of people saying hey i'm gonna have milestone on our podcast they're like uh you realize they're a competitor right and i'm like well I, 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 this is the time we all need to come together, you know, as an industry and help each other and 
you know, if, if it's someone like Milestone who shares our values and is doing the right thing for the right reasons, I don't have a problem giving them exposure on our podcast because I think they do a great job and will continue to do things to help the industry. So thank you for spending the time today and coming on our show and allowing us to chat through this this blog that you wrote. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you. I was uh, happy to be here and excited to to hear Pete do the newsaroos live and uh, not on the po- you know listening later on the podcast. So, uh, it's been great. I like I said definitely. I think we feel the same way. Completely share your values as I mentioned to you uh, in January when we were at HSMAI. I I am a frequent listener of the podcast. I think you guys do great stuff, and I was just honored to be part of it today. Well, thanks. So if they want to learn more about you, Tammy, and Milestone, what you guys have going on, what's the best place for them to reach out? So the best place for them to reach out would be our website. Uh, Start there, which is milestoneinternet.com. You can reach me, uh, T. Carlisle, at milestoneinternet.com, or uh, on Twitter, I am netgirly. Don't ask. It's a long story. Oh, no, we're going to have to ask. We're going to have to ask. (laughs) <laughs> it's a long story for another day, but net gir- uh, at netgirly on Twitter, uh, LinkedIn as well. And um, again, thank you so much for letting me be here. Yeah, thank you for being on the show. We'll put a link to your uh, LinkedIn profile into that original article on the show notes, which can be found at fueltravel.com slash podcast and click on episode 142. And uh, one thing I realized today, this is a shortcut. If you want to get to any of our episodes uh, that from the past if you just go to our website fueltravel.com there's a search in the very top right hand corner and you can just put in the episode number right there and then that episode will show up in the search results so if you want to go back and and listen to episode 103 which is the one where we talked about the website audits you just go to fueltravel.com and type 103 into the search bar and you'll you'll see that episode right there so that is it. That is a wrap for our show today. Thank you, Tammy. Pete, if they want to find you, where can they do that? They can find me on Twitter at PDiMeo, P-D-I-M-A-I-O. And also, I'd add to that, one of my things I'm working on while I'm at home is I'm actually posting stuff on Twitter now. So if you find me there, you'll find new stuff. It's actually content. It's, it's not yes, tumbleweed anymore. there's actually stuff there. I'm not sending people into a black hole anymore. Hey, and Pete, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you know, it hasn't shown up yet, but I went ahead and left a review for the Fuel Hotel Marketing Podcast, and, and I put in a request for how I want you to read it. So as soon as that shows up in Apple Podcasts, you're going to have to read my review on the show. All right. Well, but that's review spamming. So I, I have ethical issues with this. Hey, our, number, our first ever podca- uh, podcast review from back three years ago. If if I'm right in this, I'm pretty sure it was from a Pete DeMeo. I, I think you're actually right. So. <laughs> yeah. So you said are, are a hypocrite. Uh, actually, no. Shad was the first one, and then Beach Pete. That's your apparently that's, that's your sweet. Apple name. So Beach Pete was our second ever review. So you sir have been hoisted by your own petard right there. Ah. All right, Melissa. If they want to find you, where can they do that? I am on Twitter at Emmett Cavanaugh. M A K A V A N A G H. And coming at you live from the closet, Phil, where can they find you? <laughs> at in the closet? No. <laughs> um, on Twitter at P Fariska, P F O R I S K A. You can find me at Stuart Butler. You can find us collectively at Fuel Travel. And uh, if you want to get the notes to this show or anything else, just go to our, our website, fueltravel.com. If you have a question for us 
or you just want some advice, info at fueltravel.com would be the email address to reach out. And until next time, you have been listening to the Fuel Hotel Marketing Podcast. That was fun. <laughs> that was that was a fun one.